swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. to believe a lie believe it or not that is not true that's because that's a lie and the lie is that if they're hungry enough they'll eat anything and be grateful for it and nope that is not true I'm going to tell you why hi this is the joyfully prepared podcast and I'm your host Wendy Bergen and I'm going to tell you a couple stories we'll start with my daughter I have five daughters, and I am going to talk about one. I'm not going to tell you her name, but she hates beans, hates beans with the passion. I'm talking like kidney beans, like you know, what you find in chili and just, I love beans, but um, she hates beans. She'll, I think she'll eat green beans, pretty sure. She, any other kind of bean, it's not going to happen. And when she was somewhere between the ages of eight and 10, I don't remember exactly. I made chili because I love chili and the rest of the family for the most part loves chili. I think there's another one who may not really like beans, but I think it's a he, who knows? I have seven kids. (laughs) I've kind of lost track on who will eat the beans and who will not. Anyway, so she took the chili and then she picked out the beans and ate the rest of the chili. I should be happy with that. But evidently, this particular night, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm, you're going to eat those beans. Like, that's exactly how I sailed. You're going to eat those beans. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, yes, you are. So there was a tug of, you know, tug of war here, push and pull. And she had like eight beans in her bowl. It was something, you know, minuscule as far as I'm concerned, but evidently a giant, giant thing for her. And so, um, she didn't get dessert. I played that card. I played the dessert card because I'm such a mean mom. I was that night. Everybody should have dessert all the time. Anyway, so I said, um, you have to go to bed. You can't, or I, don't, I just said, I don't think I sent her to bed, but basically you don't get anything until you eat these beans. And she's like, fine. <laughs> so she went to bed without eating anything else. So she got up in the morning and I said, you have to eat these beans. This does not work on my kids at all. I tried it on another one. I don't know what's wrong with me. But anyway, so I said, you have to eat these beans. No, I'm not eating these beans. And she was like, not going to do it. Period. This child was not going to do it. And um, so I said, so I start compromising. This is like eight beans. It's not that big a deal. It's one spoonful. 
I said, okay, if you eat three beans, that'll be enough. I think there was like a compromise. And I think we settled on three beans, something like that. So she ate the three beans. And then she, she promptly went to the bathroom and threw them up (laughs) and came back in and ate a giant bowl of cereal. (laughs) She's like, she's like, I'm not gonna eat those beans. I'm not hungry. And then she was hungry and she ate cereal. So I learned this child of mine is not going to eat beans, period. She's not going to do it. So you say, oh, Wendy, well, that's just a child. And they, da, 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 they throw little fits about their food and they, sh- whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you're right. She's a child. She's your child, my child. And, you know, whatever. But... I will tell you another story because and there's plenty of stories to go around. I'm not saying that this, my child, um, actually I have a blog post about this exact um, story. It's called not my child <laughs> because I remember going, no, that said, they said, whoever they is, they said, if, if they're hungry enough, they'll eat anything. No, this is not true. Children are not going to eat anything. Okay, so I have proven that at least once as a mother. You can go to my my website, joyfullyprepared.com, and go to, I think it says blog or blog post, something like that, and you can scroll down and you'll find this little story in there. Okay, so I'm going to tell you another story. I was doing a little research for this podcast, actually, and I remember 2005, Hurricane Katrina uh, left New Orleans absolutely devastated, as we know. And I was doing some research, and I remember seeing um, a woman was interviewed. I can't remember. Like, it's been a long time ago, and I had another child, two children in between that. So I've, I've lost some brain cells. <laughs> so um, the, you know, they evacuated all the people to the super Superdome, and I was doing these um, this research and those conditions in the super doom dome, I don't know, I'm saying super doom to them. It probably was super doom, super dome. They were horrendous. They were dangerous. Um, all the facilities stopped working. It, it was swelteringly hot little babies. It, it just, it's, it's just despicable what happened. It's disgusting. And I'm so sorry for these people. Well, these people were hungry and they were very, very thirsty. And the National Guard came through and they were handing out MREs, which is um, military um, acronym for meals ready to eat. So MRE. And they were handing these MREs out. And on uh, the news, some reporters had gotten into the Superdome and they were interviewing people about what was going on. And uh, there was a lady that was being interviewed. And I think a National Guardsman came by and gave her this MRE. Now, she's hungry. She's tired. All sorts of horror going on in the Superdome. And he hands her this uh, MRE. And she flipped out. I mean, I can't blame her just because uh, she's hot. And like I have said before, when mama's hot, mama's mean. So this lady was like, done. She was not going to eat that MRE, P. 
period. I don't know what it was, like the food that was in it. And she basically told them to get away. She was not going to eat that food. So here's an adult woman who can think for herself. She's been through um, life. She knows that food, she needs food to eat in order to stay alive. But in this case, um, she was done. No, I'm not going to eat it. So even though she was hungry and even though it was food, she was not going to eat it. It was not going to happen for her. And I'm sure that there are uh, other stories um, just like this. So obviously with children, um, with uh, older uh, people, uh, you know, in their older years, um, they're not going to eat either. Believe it or not, the, the children and the older people, they're the ones that won't eat anything and be grateful for it. Okay, so, well, that's that's lovely, Wendy. Thank you for that uplifting, those uplifting stories. <laughs> so, but I'm going to talk to you about how you um, flip, flip this lie on its head. <clears throat> and just like in real estate, what are the three rules in real estate? Location, location, location. And to borrow this from my dad, the three rules for, for food storage are variety, variety, variety. So the key is all about variety. I can't just have bins and bins, buckets and buckets of beans because I have a daughter who will starve. <laughs> she's not eating those beans. Now what she doesn't know, she's since learned, um, and she's like, you did that? And I'll talk about this another time, but um, I used to actually take cans of uh, uh of white cannellini beans, like cans, and I would um, strain them and blend them in my blender and then pour them into like spaghetti sauce, things like that. So she had no idea she was eating beans. So I won. Wow, wow. Um, <laughs> um, and then I would also grind, when I was grinding my wheat, I would grind um, dry beans into my, my wheat uh, flour. So there was that extra protein too. But those are just a couple extra little tricks. And I have other ones too. Um, so they were, she was eating beans and she was kind of sad and, and mad that I, I made her eat beans, but she didn't know it. Okay. So variety. So let's just talk about variety. What do your kids eat? What does your spouse eat? What do you eat? You don't eat the same thing over and over and over again. That's just not how we do it. Sometimes we do. Like if you get on a kick, sometimes I get a little on a kick. I'm like, God, I got to have that every day. But for the most part, we all want a variety. I know people who won't eat leftovers because they won't eat the same meal the next day. Now, I love leftovers. Do you guys like leftovers? I do. I do love leftovers. Um, so look, I'm just going to name a few things and as your, so when we do food storage, as I've talked about in, in previous episodes of um, my podcast, um, and I have, and remember, go to my, you can go again, go to my website to, at the top of the website, it says freebies, and you can scroll down to meal planning guide, and this will help you um, create variety, in other words. Okay, so you'll want to store grains. You don't just want to store, like you have the category of grain. 
grain can be anything in there. It can be rice, corn, wheat, barley, pasta. Um, it can be um, like grits, um, anything grainy, quinoa. I'm thinking of amaranth, millet. Um, I said rice. I've uh, lost, that's, that's pretty good for right now. Okay, but you look, you can find the grains list and you can store whatever you, what, if your family is um, gluten intolerant, I would probably suggest that you don't store wheat because huh, you'll probably want to start store more um, of the, like the rice or gluten-free pasta, things like that, right? You know what you can eat. So store those. Okay. Beans legumes if you don't like beans then don't store beans it's okay if you don't store these things i love green beans i love all the beans i just love beans um so there's different types of beans you know you got your <laughs> like forest gum you got your kidney beans you got your cannellini beans <laughs> you got your black beans you got your gabonzo beans all the things right <laughs> okay so we've got grains and beans. Now I'm going to switch over to something else. Comfort food. So how about the fact that you're, you're going to need, well, this is, this is like my, before variety, 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 mine's going to be chocolate chips, chocolate chips, chocolate chips. <laughs> they make everything so much better in the world. So chocolate chips, cake mixes, brownie mixes, things like that. Sugar, flour, flour is a grain. So you, if you are, like I said, gluten intolerant or something along those lines, then trade it out for almond flour. Just know that certain um, grain flours or these nut flours won't have the same length, shelf length. So you'll have to plan accordingly. But have these fun things. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't know if the world will collapse. I don't know if there will be, I don't know what any of that looks like. All I know is that if there's a birthday that falls in this um crap hitting the fan stuff, somebody's going to need a birthday cake. So I have some cake mixes, plenty of powdered sugar, and I know how to make, I know how to make really, really, really good buttercream frosting. I always have butter. Hopefully I'll have electricity to keep the butter frozen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You can see these are kind of like the things that whirl around in my head, but they're important because we need to keep, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I keep some of these things in my food storage so that I can provide um, comfort, fun, sugar, um, service, not only to my family, but to other people. I keep brownie mixes so that somebody needs a meal. I can whip up a batch of brownies and whatever else I can make um, and take it over to them. Uh, so that's helpful. Now, We've talked about like categories of things. Let's talk about um, like categories of food, the grains, the legumes, um, the sugars, the comfort foods. You can talk about fruits and vegetables and proteins. All of these different things have their own category and you can put insert under those categories what you want and what, what you, your family will eat. And that's such another good reason. I had that podcast episode a few, uh, a few weeks ago, a month, a month or so ago, about why you shouldn't come to my plan on coming to my house. 
because I have a lot of beans. And even though this daughter doesn't eat the beans, I have a lot of beans and I may have a lot of things in my house that won't suit your taste, won't suit your diet, won't suit your health. So it's much better for you to practice gathering this food that will suit your family and serve them for what they need. Okay, so there's different um, forms. Is that the word, the form of the food? I don't know that that's right, but we'll just go with it. I'll give you examples. Canned food, regular canned food that you go to the store and you buy a can of green beans. You can store canned food, right? You can store freeze-dried food. You can store your own homemade canned food, you know, jarred up, made that way. Dehydrated food. So there's different forms, I guess. Is that the right different? I get, we'll just go with that. That that way too. So you can say, okay, I want to store vegetables. I want strawberries. I'm going to store those as freeze-dried strawberries but green beans i'm going to buy cans of green beans and that's how i'm going to eat those or dry beans you can store them dried in a you know in a can dry pack can or you can buy cans of beans that have already been cooked and they're in a can and all you have to do is open the can and eat them right because they're already cooked meat you can store them frozen you or meat store it frozen you can store it you can bottle your own can your own meat it's very easy with a pressure cook canner trust me it's super easy and it tastes really good um freeze-dried meat or you can buy canned meat at the grocery store as well so there's different ways different forms of the food and whatever again fits your family the best then you do that i think that's so wonderful that we have so many options that we don't have to just store wheat, oil, beans, a little bit of sugar, um, like honey, things like that. That's kind of the way I grew up um, learning how to do food storage. It was our church leaders came and said, these are the things that you store and all these things will keep you alive. Well, they'll keep me alive all right, but I probably don't want to eat them for very long. For instance, like wheat, um, I mean, that'll tear your stomach up if you haven't, if you're not used to eating wheat bread or products made from whole grain wheat like that, that will tear you up. Your your intestine, oh, not like literally, but your your system will will struggle to get used to the fiber and the way the way wheat affects you. Um, so just know that we have the variety nowadays and we should use the right, learn how, if you have wheat, then you want to learn how to grind. You're going to have a need a grinder You're, or you can learn how to just cook it whole. It makes a delicious um, cereal. So there's some learning curve in there a little bit too. So you want to start with foods that you're already eating, um, however that looks for you and your family, and then start adding some of these longer term type foods into your food storage. So foods you're already eating, um, you want a FEMA suggests you keep a three month supply of that food. I highly recommend that and, and then rotate it out. What I mean by is that eat for eat the oldest stuff and then replace it with newer stuff. And so you're constantly rotating it. Um, 
And so, and you're doing this slowly. You're not just like, oh my gosh, I got to run to the grocery store and replace all the stuff. No, no, I didn't say that. You're going to slowly do this. You want to get oils. Um, I recommend olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil as your oils. The other oils, if you do research on vegetable oil, canola oil, they are not good for the body. But you get to make that choice. You do. That's because you are living in abundance. And we are blessed with great abundance um, to be able to get these foods and to be able to store these foods. And so remember, you are capable of doing this. Start slowly, reach out for help, find a mentor. Um, I have this, I have my paid um, inner circle, joyfully prepared inner circle membership community. I would love for you to come and join us and learn how to store food, learn um, what foods you need in your family, learn how to work with the food, how to cook with the food, how to present it to your family, learn what it tastes like. So I would love for you to join the membership because then you can come and just join us and, and learn things. And then we'll be like, super happy because we're super happy. We're joyful, right? The Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Okay. So I'm just going to wrap it up um, and, and encourage you to think through your food storage, or if you're starting brand new, like I said, go download my meal planning guide on my website, joyfullyprepared.com, and um, start figuring out what does your family eat, eat, or take an inventory, what's in your cupboards. I had an episode on that. Um, so you can start to where to start. That's the episode is called where to start with food storage. Um, you can go listen to that. Where do I start? Take an inventory, figure out what you're already eating, um, add to the variety. And it doesn't have to be a lot all at the same time. When I go to the grocery store, I'm usually picking up regular groceries and then I'm like, oh, they had like the other day, (laughs) kind of this comes full circle right they had hormel chili canned chili on sale like buy one get one free and so i bought like i think eight cans i don't we don't eat a lot of that i haven't bought that in a while but it's an easy meal um it's easy to mix with other things it's fast i bought four cans with beans and four cans without beans (laughs) like i got to have those beans but i have a daughter who doesn't like the beans so trying to to be um thoughtful towards her just like you guys do all right so um i would love for you to you know comment on this podcast i would love for you to leave a a five-star review subscribe all the wonderful things and tell other people guess what so here's something cool um i just got a new listener in cyprus cyprus the island out there in the Mediterranean, Cyprus. Isn't that cool? So I've had listeners from uh, Germany and Russia, Italy, the UK, Canada, oh, New Zealand, Philippines, Singapore, somewhere else, Switzerland or Sweden, somewhere like that. Isn't that fun? So you guys are making that happen. So keep sharing. I think that's really, really amazing actually so all right well you all enjoy your day and thank you for listening and i look forward to hearing from you Alrighty, bye-bye thank you so much for listening to joyfully prepared 
I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.